0: Hey there, and welcome back to another episode of the Zoo With Us podcast, where we tap into our experiences of visiting over 50 zoos to provide you with tips, insights, and fun animal stories. Welcome back to another episode of the Zoo With Us podcast. Uh, I, once again, am Ben, and I'm here with the whole family. So we have...
1: Jill.
0: And we have... Jewel. And we have... JV. And our youngest... Janina and we're here to talk to you today about our favorite animal encounters. Now we've traveled to over 50 zoos, and usually we try to squeeze in at least one different animal encounter when we go to a zoo. Sometimes these are really cheap ones that we can just uh, figure out the day of and just sign up right there, and other times they require us to call ahead or sign up online and schedule it in advance so that we can make sure that we can participate. Sometimes it's the entire family that gets to do it, other times it's just one or two of us. So we're going to go through today a bunch of our favorite animal encounters, and we're not necessarily going to rank them today because each one is special to us for a different reason um, so mine might be a little different than Jill's which might be different than the kids so because of that we're just going to go through tell you some stories about some of the animal encounters that we have and we hope you enjoy it and we hope maybe it inspires you to visit one visit a zoo and have an encounter yourself so here we go let's jump into our favorite animal encounters So one of the animals that we've had a couple different types of encounters with is penguins. Penguins. So we have been able to feed penguins and we've also been able to do a private encounter. Now Jill and Jewel, Jewel's our oldest, they had a private encounter with some penguins at the Brookfield Zoo. So I'm going to let them talk a little bit about it. So Jewel, what did you like most about the penguin encounter that you had at the Brookfield Zoo?
2: I liked that you got to interact with them very well. and. They let the penguins roam free and what the penguins wanted to do, not what the zookeepers wanted the penguins to do. And so if they didn't want to go over here, they didn't make them. They let them, the penguins go wherever they wanted in the room and they just make sure that everyone was having a great time.
0: Yep, and now on the day of your visit, how many penguins were in the room with you? Three. Three. So you were in a separate little classroom that's on the side of the penguin exhibit. Yes. And they let the penguins choose who came in there, right? They yes. didn't force them? No. So on your visit, if you do this penguin encounter, they might have three, they might have more. It all kind of depends on what the penguins are wanting to do that day. Yes. Uh, now, Jill, I believe that, that encounter lasted about 45 minutes, and I think it was $40 per person. Did you feel like you got your money's worth that day? Yes.
1: Yeah, so this encounter was really special because... Everyone was in the room, and it was a small number of participants that were actually in the room. And if there was anyone that was watching, they could stand outside the very big window and were able to watch and take pictures. But the zookeepers and the workers in the room did a great job of making sure that everyone in the room at least had an opportunity to get close to a penguin. And so, Jewel and I both got many times that we were able to actually touch the penguins and have an interaction
0: that's awesome and uh, again, that is an encounter that we had to sign up for online, so we had to pre-book that one. Um, so that is something that when the zoos are back open, if, you wanna, if you're wanna, you interested in that, go ahead and check out their website, and that's something you can arrange online. Um, so the other time that we got to interact with penguins was at the New Zoo in Green Bay, Wisconsin. That stands for Northeast Wisconsin. So the New Zoo, and that's up in Green Bay, about three and a half hours from us. And there, you do not have to sign up online. We showed up, and they had three slots open for their afternoon penguin feeding, so we jumped in and took those. And Jaylee, you're going to tell us a little bit about that so when we got to feed the penguins we actually got to go through the building and back into the penguin exhibit Uh, what do you remember about feeding the penguins how was that
3: that was great and they gave you a glove you gotta get a glove and they gave you a fish and you gotta throw it and you gotta you gotta do
0: you threw it to the penguins and you gotta do
3: like four fishes and you and they and the penguins went, when you threw it you they they like like stretched their necks to uh catch the fish in their dog. Uh,
0: Yeah that was one of the few times we've been able to go into an exhibit of of a zoo animal so that was a lot of fun and as Jaylee called out I think it was either four or five fish that each person got so each one of us had multiple chances to do that and that was a lot of fun. Uh, Again we got to go behind the scenes and walk through and do that.
1: And just a couple mom tips for the new zoo encounter. What I really liked was there wasn't an age to it as long as the the kid could throw a fish, then they were allowed to go back. And it was nice that even though we had three tickets, our whole family actually got to go behind and all be in the exhibit with the zookeeper. And she did a great job helping the little one helped throw the fish, and it was just a great time by everybody.
0: Yeah, sometimes these encounters are as good as the keepers make them, and at the new zoo, uh, the keeper definitely did a great job of making sure that we enjoyed it. So penguins are a great opportunity. Several other zoos have penguin opportunities available. Um, the new zoo at $10 a person is definitely the cheapest that we've seen. Brookfield at 40 is probably more about the average, and we have seen some that are even more expensive than that. So if you're interested in having an encounter with penguins, lots of zoos offer that opportunity.
1: Just one more thing. Um Uh, with nuzu there is no touching of the penguin so if you're looking to actually physically touch the penguin nuzu is not a touch but it is a feed whereas brookfield you're not feeding you are touching
0: yep and again that's what makes a lot of these encounters fun is sometimes we get varying levels of interaction with the animals and that's each of us kind of picks on which we like and, and which are more important to us so penguins definitely a fun experience and i hope you guys get a chance to do that sometime So one of the animals that we've had a lot of encounters with that's a lot of fun is? Goats. The goats. And that's one of Jelena's favorite, right? Yeah. So when we go to feed goats, Jelena, what do we feed them? Do you know?
3: Pellets.
0: Pellets. And what color are they? Brown. They're little brown pellets. You can usually get them for a quarter or 50 cents. And we fed goats at a lot of different zoos. One of our favorite was probably at the Columbian Park Zoo. Do you remember why we liked that one so much?
3: Um, because...
0: Because it's Because they had adults and? Because they got dogs and baby goats. Baby goats. We went in the summer of 2019 and they had a lot of new baby goats. And that was a lot of fun, right? Because you got to feed them and you got to hold them. And what kind of sounds did the baby goats make? Yes, they did. Now, again, a lot of different zoos will feed goats. And honestly, we didn't always stop at the goat yard at a lot of different zoos, uh, but that's become one of Jelena's favorites. So it is something that we usually try to squeeze in. Uh, The Brookfield Zoo has an area where you can feed goats there. The Milwaukee Zoo has a nice area as well. It's right over in their farm section near their playgrounds. So that's a great spot to stop and let the kids run around and have a little bit of fun. Right, Jelena? Yeah. All right, so one of our favorite encounters, it's a really cheap one, so it's an easy one to do, is goats.
1: Another encounter that we have experienced is Irma the Sloth at Columbian Park Zoo. And this one was Jewel and Jaylee and I meeting Irma. And so, Jaylee, can you tell me what was your favorite part about meeting Irma?
3: Feeding her. Huh? Okay. And what did we get to feed her? We got to feed her squash. Mm-hmm. We got to feed her veggies. Okay. Like carrots, zucchini. Mm-hmm. And sweet potatoes? And sweet potatoes and fruit. Oh, yeah. Like she loved she, the fruit. Oh, and she, yeah. She, she gobbled, gobbled them. She gobbled them right off. That's right. And we got her to eat some biscuits. Oh,
1: some biscuits. Yeah, the biscuits were actually made yeah. of... Stuff that was good for her, right? They had yeah. some vitamins so, in it. Yeah,
3: some vitamins in it. Some good stuff that will keep her healthy.
1: And we got her to eat some of those, yeah. right? Was she a... It's It's like
3: a special...
1: Was she a neat eater or was she, was she messy?
3: Messy, messy.
1: Messy, messy. <laughs> she ate with her mouth open. Oh, definitely <laughs> ate with her mouth
3: open.
1: Okay, Jewel, what was your favorite part about My this sloth encounter?
2: Was that the keeper there... Uh, let us boop the snoot, which is putting your nose to the sloth's nose. And it's super fun because her wet nose tickles and it feels super cool to boop the snoot with her.
1: And what was the reasoning behind booting the snoot? Why did we boot the snoot? She
2: can't see very well, so she was uh, trying to see us. And so that's how she smelt us.
1: Yeah, so she was smelling us and because of that we got to boot the snoot. So Irma was definitely an encounter that I recommend. Um, It was really fun. There is an age limit on it. um, So you will have to check that out on Columbian Park's website. But you do have to register beforehand and set it up. And it is completely worth it. There was not, you know, this rush to get through it. We kind of waited for Irma to kind of do her own thing because sloths are slow. And so we had a good time meeting Irma um inside the classroom right girls yes mm-hmm. now another encounter that we got to have at columbian park zoo was digger yeah. the tamandua now digger is a lesser anteater and this one is
3: outside because tamanduas are really stinky or- like it, like if he was inside in the classroom he would stink the whole classroom he would stink up the whole
1: classroom so to um meeting digger has to be done outside and lucky for us we had good weather that day so we got to go outside with digger and jewel can you tell me what was your favorite part about meeting digger
2: my favorite part was that since we were outside uh there was ants outside and digger loves to dig and so the, they let him dig, and we got to see him dig for all those ants, and even put his tongue out a few times to try to slurp those ants up.
1: Yeah, so that was his enrichment, right? So he yeah. got to—he loved going outside and trying to find as many ants as he possibly could. Daily, what was your favorite part about meeting Digger?
3: Feeding, feeding him the peanut butter. Yeah, so peanut butter was
1: his actual favorite treat that he gets, right? Yep,
3: he. That's, like, his favorite food.
1: Yeah, and, uh, Jaylee, how long is Digger's tongue?
3: Really long. And so they have, like, this, like, skinny, like, two. They have this, like, tube, like, that was, like, small tube that. that they put some bugs in at the bottom of yeah, it, right? Yeah, the
1: bottom of it and peanut butter in it. No, they put the little grubs in there, and they let him slurp them up, so we yeah, could see how long his yeah,
3: tongue is. Yeah, yeah, but his tongue was so long that it's so long that his tongue had to like um, uh, crinkle, crinkle up like a zigzag because it's just so long right. that this tube is so tiny that he has to wrinkle his his tongue
1: right so yeah ha- they showed us how long his tongue is they showed us how sh- how sharp his claws were we got to pet digger and we got to feed him his favorite treat of peanut butter and the good news was is that ben and Jelena were able to stand outside the fence and watch our encounter take pictures as we were going on so both encounters Irma and Digger were both excellent encounters for kids and adults, and it was just a really great experience, and the zoo staff was wonderful.
0: Yeah, the education department at the Columbian Park Zoo does a really great job. They have many different animals that you can do encounters with. Uh, Tamanduas and uh, sloths are just a couple of them. So I would encourage you to go to their website and check it out. We also wrote blogs about each of these encounters on our website, zoowithus.com. So if you go there and go to the animal spotlight section, you can look for the article about uh, Digger the tamandua or Irma the sloth. And you can see, again, more highlights of our encounter, as well as uh, the way that you can go to the website for the Columbian Park Zoo and register one for yourself. So Digger the out, Irma the Sloth, great encounters that our family had at the Columbian Park Zoo. The Milwaukee Zoo is a zoo that we've been to multiple times. And in the summer of 2019, we found an encounter there that we hadn't yet discovered. And this was the sea lion encounter. Now, Milwaukee Zoo has an outside group called Ocean Connections, and they run both a sea lion show and some sea lion ca- encounters that you can sign up for on the day of your visit. Um, so the whole family was able to take take in this. Uh, Jelena, uh, what did you like most? I think you liked the sea lion show, right? Yeah. What did you like most about the sea lion show?
3: Um, we got to see cool stuff. We got to wash it. And I like them. Um, I to see when um, um makes the
0: sound. Yeah, you to make some sounds. And I got... And what it, sound does a sea lion make? Oh, fun. Yep, they had, and I believe they had a seal there too, right? So it was sea lions mainly, but they did have some seals. The show wasn't very long, I think it was about 20 minutes. Uh, But again, that's you if you want to do the encounter, you pay for the show first, then you do the encounter afterwards. So for the encounter, we all the family each had a chance to throw a fish to the sea lions. So, Joel, what did you like about feeding the sea lions?
2: I liked that you tossed a fish to the sea lions. If it went in the water, that's okay. sea lion would just jump into the water get it then come back up for the next fish and then also if you missed and it fell on the ground then the keepers would just say it's okay pick the fish up give it to you again and they'd give you a stool that time so that you could toss it and it would actually go in and so they make a good They make sure that you actually get to do it and get to have fun with the sea lions.
0: Jaylee, what did you like about feeding the sea lions?
3: So I threw the fish and I missed and the zookeeper was like, it's okay, you can pick it back up and here's the step stool and you can step on it and you can throw and you can try again standing on the step stool.
0: Yeah, I think once when you threw it actually went backwards, didn't it? Yeah,
3: it went backwards. <laughs> it shooted all the way where you guys were standing.
0: Yeah, but I was able to stand by and take some pictures and take in the whole thing. Um, Jill, what are your thoughts from a mom? perspective on this
1: one? So my perspective on this one is I do like supporting the zoos any way that we can. I didn't think that this encounter was very expensive for our family to, to participate in. However, it was a little bit difficult for the younger ones to actually throw the fish up to the sea lions who sit up on top of the platform around the pool. I did appreciate the zookeepers' Um, being very flexible and adapting to it and allowing the little ones to kind of step up onto the the platform and then throw the fish into the water. but I maybe a little bit older would have been a a little bit easier for them to feed the sea lions.
0: Yeah, if you do have young kids and you're interested in this, um, you might enjoy the photo option. Um, So instead of uh, doing the feeding after the sea lion show, you can take a family photo with the sea lions and they'll put you right on the edge of the pool and the sea lion will jump right into the middle of your family and jump into your own family photo. Uh, So that's a great way to stay involved, support the zoo, and interact with some sea lions, even if you uh, don't feel like your kids can throw the fish in.
3: Like, wait for me!
0: And it would jump right into your picture. Yeah. Yeah.
3: So we. It's like, it's like, woo, speedy, wait for me.
0: Yeah. So we didn't get to do that last summer. So hopefully this summer or next, we'll be able to go back to the Milwaukee Zoo and enjoy that part of the sea lion encounter. Um, so again, if you haven't had a chance to do this, this is a great one to do. You can sign up the day of, uh, but maybe call ahead to make sure that those are running that day, because again, this is an outside group that runs it at the zoo. Uh, so Milwaukee Zoo, not too far from Chicago, the sea lion encounters. One of the more intimidating animals that we've had an encounter with would have to be the bison. Uh, We had the chance on Father's Day in 2019 to go to the Pottawatomie Zoo in South Bend, Indiana, and we got to feed a bison. Now, this one, you do have to sign up online ahead of time. They usually do their encounters on weekend afternoons, uh, Saturdays and Sundays at 2 p.m., and that's 2 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, So for us, we scheduled this ahead of time for Father's Day, uh, but there were only two slots left. So while our youngest daughter, Jelena, and I fed the bison, the nice thing is, you are in the exhibit, um, but you are only separated from a, from your family or from visitors by a fence. So we were, our, the rest of our family was able to be right outside the fence and to watch this. And it was a really cool encounter. Jelena and I were able to um, feed some straw through kind of a barn door. It was basically like a, a wall that had some holes in it for the bison to stick their heads through, and we just fed some straw through the holes to the bison. It was cool because you were very, very close to them, a bit intimidating because some of the bison were very large, especially their male Geronimo. Uh, he was he was a big guy, and our three-year-old at the time, Jolena, was a little scared, uh, so this might be best for older children, even though they have no age limit on it. Uh, now, I mentioned that our family was watching nearby, so Jill and the kids were there. Jill, has any thoughts from, know didn't necessarily partake, but any thoughts from the mom perspective from being so close to it?
1: Yeah, so the, old, the older two were very excited and keep talking about how they want to go feed the bison. So this is definitely an encounter that is worth going to. It wasn't that expensive and you got a lot of time feeding. They had a lot of food for them and you got to stay there a long time to feed them.
0: Yeah they have uh, I believe five or six slots available for each feeding uh, and they bring out a pretty good sized stack of straw and I think Jelena and I there were other three other people who did it with us. Um, I think it took about 15-20 minutes for us to do that. Um, We talked about how some of the keepers or the animal care people are what make these encounters fun and they were very very good at the Potawatomi Zoo as well they talked to us the whole time uh, and kept the conversations going and it was good to learn about some of the different things they offer there at the zoo Uh, so Jill mentioned the cost it was $15 per person which for a 15 to 20 minute encounter is a pretty good price Um, some giraffe feedings are five or ten dollars just for a few leaves so this uh, you definitely got your money's worth at this zoo Uh, and like she said the girls definitely want to go back they want to get their chance to feed the bison as well Um, so feeding the bison a larger animal maybe not for little kids but i guarantee your family will love it
1: now ben we've been to a lot of different zoos and so we've had a lot of different encounters and if we wanted this podcast to go on and on we could talk about each and every single encounter and how it was special to our family but for time's sake, we're just going to kind of go through the rest of them, kind of just give little um, memories here and there of the different encounters that we've actually had. So we'll start with one of our earliest encounters in, at Atlanta Zoo. Jewel and I actually got to touch and feed an elephant, which was really awesome. The cool thing about that was is that they actually allowed younger children because she was only age three at the time. And so the younger children could be with their parent to go to the encounter. So that was one of our very first animal encounters.
0: Yeah, and that one was a little bit more expensive. We had to plan for it ahead of time. So kind of a once in a long time type of encounter that we'll do. Um, Later that year in 2015, we stumbled across a gem of a zoo in the Chihaw Park Zoo in Albany, Georgia. And that zoo, again, we, we were on a road trip to Florida drove late into the night and ended up going to Chihuahua. and on the weekends they do a lot of different animal encounters back in 2015 we were lucky enough to feed Sam the rhino and we fed him some leaves and we also got to go down to their swamp and feed the alligators. I know that was an experience we've never had before.
1: And I remember uh, this zoo very clearly because we had not really experienced anything like that before and walking into that zoo and them telling us you know you can go pet and feed the rhino was just amazing and then it just kind of added and kept building on from there. So that was definitely one for making memories.
0: Yeah that zoo's had its ups and downs. They were hit by a lot of different natural weather disasters down there but they are still alive and they do a lot of different encounters so they're worth checking out. Um, Dating back to 2015 or maybe even earlier, we've also been able to feed stingrays at several different zoos, um, including Brookfield, which no longer has them, and several others up in the Midwest, like St. Louis. Uh, But I think our favorite was probably when we were down in Tampa and we fed stingrays down there. Yeah,
1: so I think this was the first time Jewel actually fed stingrays. And just like in zoo tampa in the show when they show the stingrays you know, sport and water we definitely had that experience and um jewel and i got soaked while we fed them but it was really fun and we had we had a lot of laughs about it
0: yeah if you've never fed stingrays before it's definitely something worth doing uh, up in the midwest they're usually seasonal exhibits they're only open in the summer months uh, but check out your local zoo you may be able to find that uh, you can do it there Another memorable one for me is an, is an encounter that's no longer offered at the Blank Park Zoo in Des Moines, Iowa, and that is feeding an ostrich. And I think up until when we were actually feeding them, we were kind of worried about this encounter because it seemed a little little strange to us.
1: Yeah, I think the biggest thing is we've actually had another encounter where we could feed smaller ostrich, like, you know, they were still chicks, uh, but this was a full-grown ostrich, and the power that they had in their beaks was really amazing.
0: Yeah, we used the salatongs, I think, to hold out uh, a piece of lettuce. So that yeah. was something that was really cool. Um, we have fed giraffes at a lot of different zoos. The first zoo, I think, that we did was the Columbus Zoo back in 2014. Um, they offered it at Brookfield. We've done it at Cincinnati. We've done it um, pretty much a, a lot of the zoos we've gone to. I think over 20 zoos we've fed giraffes. That's always a good time. I know our kids really like that.
1: Yeah, this is one of Jelena's favorites. So if they have it, we're probably there getting licked by the giraffe
0: and then one of the more recent ones we picked up in 2019 was feeding flamingos at the uh, Indianapolis Zoo and it's one that I wish other zoos would be able to let you feed the flamingos as well
1: I just wasn't the experience was very unique holding the cup and just you know feeling how they peck through the like filter through the water it was a really unique experience and it, I agree I wish other zoos would also open that up
0: So having animal encounters is definitely something that's a lot of fun and as we kind of talked about sometimes we stumble across it and while you're at the zoo you are lucky enough to be able to sign up for one that day. Um, Other times you do need to register ahead of time and do that online or call the zoo office. Um, So if you are interested in doing an encounter when you have a a zoo trip planned I would recommend doing a little bit of research uh, checking out that zoo. And again you can go to our website ZooWithUs.com. We do have a lot of our feedings listed there as well. I mentioned go to the animal spotlight page and you can see a lot of those uh, animal feedings that we've done we have articles about most of them that we've done so you can go ahead and check those out well thanks again for listening again we listed off a lot of different animal encounters that we've done we'd love to hear about yours and again when the zoos are open we can't wait to get back out there and feed more animals Uh, so again thanks for listening uh, to the zoo with us podcast on different animal feedings and encounters that we've had We are Zoo With Us, a family of five that have visited over 50 zoos in the country. Thanks for listening to our podcast. To continue to engage with us, check us out at ZooWithUs.com, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, or Instagram. Be sure to subscribe to your podcast platform and give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Thanks for listening.